Hello everyone, and welcome to Crazy Daimyo's Video Game Emporium Podcast with the Pals. This is episode number 23. My name is Lord Daimyo, and the two names of my co-hosts are... Creation and Ziggy. And we are back again, 23. Back again! And actually, we've had more... We've had more than 23 episodes. I mean, we had a couple of those E3 ones we had a couple point fives and stuff so offshoots and filler yeah a little, off, you know, little special ones but so we've been doing this for a long time and uh i've got a really good topic that i want to talk about but before we really get into it i want to ask you guys what, what games you've been playing recently same old, same old. Oh, I've never prepared for this. <laughs> it's it's just... the least prepared. It's just, what are you playing? Like, we, we all play games all the time. So, like, just, what, play what are you playing? Oh, yesterday. All right, all right. Okay, Ziggy. <laughs> I thought you were ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I got this. Nope. Well... <laughs> I've played Dante's Inferno before. Ooh. I bought it again. Ooh. I'm excited to play one, it again. I, like I said, I started playing Hades and then got mm. lost into it for like two hours. Oh, heck yeah. Um, I mean, ended up not playing Dante's Inferno. I mean, Hades, yeah. I love, love Dante's Inferno. It's <sighs> such a cool game. The way they, they did their art uh, with the characters, uh, the bosses are terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I generally love using the scythe grim reaper's scythe <laughs> to, to destroy things in in the underworld and i just want to as say a knight, as like a templar knight that's like i've done some bad things time to do worse yeah. for good and for good i just want to say i absolutely like i think dante's inferno is my favorite hack and slash game ever Oh really? Yo, yeah, really. It's got every, it's got everything I, in it. I like, there's it. not, it's not lacking in any Ex- area. Exactly. And uh, you say you like using the scythe. I'm an, I'm a cross guy. I mean, I just love. Oh really? Oh yeah. I, I try to use both, but I think I'm more heavily use the scythe. But the mm-hmm. cross is how you beat a lot of the bosses. I'm playing the game so long. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like every single time I play it again, I just go full cross. And there's only like two or three enemies that you actually have to use the scythe for to defeat. Otherwise, I'm just spamming those crosses like nobody's business. Like, oh, <laughs> three runs and I have not beaten it yet. Oh man, it's. Uh, I always stop for some dumb reason. Man, I've gotten like when I had it on Xbox 360, I got all the achievements for it. Then I got it on the PlayStation 3, got the platinum for it. I just absolutely love that game. It's. Oh, it's something else. I tell you what. Oh, it's so good. It yeah. is so good. Anyways, yeah, great. That's what I want to play. Great game. Great game that you mentioned. Yeah, there. I don't. I don't know why, but like for some reason, I remember the animated film better for like, some reason. That was a good film. After the game too. Yeah, that's a good. I just film. got it like two days ago, and I was really excited to play it. Mm. What'd you get it on? Uh, three sixty. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good game. Uh, Creation, do you have something you're playing? Not really, but I do feel like there's something that I could be playing that, uh, I mean, I should put in some more time in, and I feel like, you know, kind of overdue for another Bloody Palace run on DMC5. So. Oh, okay. Oh my but gosh, it's you're been a lot. Everything, everything you play like four playing. games. <laughs> I know, I play a lot, but <laughs> I have a lot of games that I haven't picked up in a long time, 
And, you know, the games that I have been playing, I'm kind of fixated on. That's why they're kind of reruns. That's okay. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. To like yeah. actually really dig in a, into a game. Yeah, there's it nothing. It takes time. Oh, do it. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, if there's anyone listening saying, come on, he's playing No Man's Sky for the seventh episode in mm-hmm. a row. Don't tell me you guys haven't ever played a game for seven weeks straight. Yeah. And you guys want me to buy mouth. a new game every week or really? something? Sheesh. Yeah, come on. Like, we all have just just dunked just so much time in a game. So, come on. If we repeat, like then you know it's for real. You know we're not just reading off a list of games. So, uh, and speaking of not reading off a list of games, I'm going to go with the game I've been playing recently. Super, like, on brand for me. So, so Lord Dime You, I'm sure you guys would be like, oh, yeah, of course this is a game that he would play. Uh, the game I have been playing a lot, a lot recently, is uh, PsyOps: The Mindgate Conspiracy. Why? <laughs> I don't believe no. you. <laughs> it's a really awesome game. You, everyone, should buy uh. it. Now, what we're gonna get into is the main topic. So, what I really wanted to talk about. Let me preface it before I get into it. I'm, I'm really hyping all this up and it's not going to even be that awesome but i'm hyping it up so i found this game at my work uh today it's called sim farm it's like sim city but it's like a farming simulator game you know okay and it's a super old like 1993 like pc game like the the game is on like a floppy disk it's for like uh, it's like for a DOS 3.3. Is, is that like the one that they'd show us in like, uh, like shop class, not shop class, but like, like technology classes. Like tech, yeah. Tech education class. Yeah. Along with like flight simulator and like, yeah. Like 3d modeling where you're just doing yeah. like a square. Yeah. So I found it and it, uh, it looked really cool and really old. I, of course, can't play it because I don't know. But you have such a powerful computer. Got an Alienware with a floppy disk drive? <laughs> yeah, I don't the think floppy so. disk drive, exactly. I don't even have a, a CD disk drive. I mean, there's no way I could Me play either. this. But what I yourself. did find in here that was super cool is something that not a lot of games nowadays have. I found a user manual, like a full... <laughs> Like, game booklet. Yeah, and it's not, I say a booklet, an instructional booklet, but this isn't a booklet. This is a 140-page instruction manual. And I was thinking, what is this, just how you, like, run code in DOS so you can boot up the game? And yeah, that is part of it. But I was looking through this book, and it's got how you do everything in the game like I-, I was looking through and it's like how much is a silo how do you place a silo how do you put stuff in a silo how do you use the seeds to feed your chickens how do you plant these crops like and i realized after reading all of this this is the same kind of stuff that a game would just tell you in the game once you got to that point like as soon as you like bought a silo for the first time it'd be like in the game, here's a silo. You can do this and this and this with it, right? Or if you scrolled over to, like, buy sunflower seeds, it'd be like, 
these are sunflower seeds. They take 14 weeks to grow, you know? Oh, dude, computer games back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yep. it didn't have any of that. Not- and I think more than just computer games back in the day, I think just games back in the day well, like, didn't well, have like, that sort of it, stuff. Sometimes it was part of the learning curve to learn that it takes 14 days. Exactly. And I, I talked about um, Metroid... So you bought, So you bought, like... A hundred and forty-page book for five dollars off of some mail-in, yeah. uh, mail-in mail piece of paper from the back of a strategy guide. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was talking about this with the uh, one of the episodes previous uh, about Metroid Two, and why I chose to play uh, Samus Returns the remake instead of Metroid Two, and it's because it's more modern and they tell you stuff, whereas your first time playing an old game like Metroid Two. They don't tell you anything, and it's just old games in general. And it's because, of course, the technology limitations, and they subsidized that by putting it in the instructional booklet. So you're right. We all remember, in like the uh, like Super Mario instructional booklet, it's like here's the history of the game. You know, Bowser took over the Mushroom Kingdom and you have to press A to jump and you, you know, it tells you how to play the game because in the game, it just starts you off and you're like, how do I, what are the buttons? What's the story? What am I supposed to do? What do f- these flowers do? What do? Yeah, exactly. Just what do? Yeah, in what general, do? In yeah. general, what? <laughs> and I think that's really, really odd because we screw up in a time where there were still instructional booklets, not to that that big of depth, like where it, it really told you nothing in the game. I mean, they still had in-game tutorials, but we still had also instructional booklets that would just tell you more stuff. And then they started... Third-party guide booklets. Yeah, and the guidebooks too, we'll get to that. But these booklets have been phased out because, I mean, you kind of don't need them. Save the trees. Yeah, it, it saves paper you get all the tutorial and information in the game. You don't need an instructional booklet, but I mean, it would be nice to have them. It is how I feel. What do you guys think about instructional? Uh, I find them as a part of like collectible memorabilia. I really like them. That's true. But I mean, like even in like the most recent game coming out, I would like an instructional booklet with it. I mean, mm. I think it'd be fun just to look at. I mean, it's not like I'm, sitting in the car while my mom's driving me home so I can play the game that she just bought me and I'm so excited to play it I have to read the instructional booklet yeah, before home. It's been a long, it's been a long time since <laughs> either of us were able to do that. Yeah, but I still think you could put like subsequent material in the instructional booklet that could enhance. Art. Yeah, and art and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I have seen some things. Tell me. In that spot. In that spot. Yeah, tell me. Well, first of all, I want to say that <clears throat> I love going into video game stores and finding a whole little box of, like, nicely, like, packaged away manuals that I can mm. sort through and just buy manuals. Mm-hmm. I love the instruction booklets. Uh, the big deal about the instruction booklets is they have, uh, they have pictures mm-hmm. for me. Whenever I was a kid, that was a big deal. And then now that I'm an adult, uh, it's more or less like I, I'm an adult who's into art. So I appreciate the entire design of the instruction booklet. Of course. And uh, sometimes uh, 
along with an instruction booklet, you may get a comic book packaged in. Yeah. You may get uh, like a trading like, card like, or. Well, yeah, yeah, but totally. uh, Creation was saying is like as far as like cool collectible stuff, that spot where the instruction booklet it like the instruction booklet represents that extra spot. Mm-hmm. And if you have the instruction booklet, you're pretty much guaranteed to get like nowadays. If you get an, uh, I I think it was in. Uh, 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 I'm spacing. Oh, what's the, what's that game on the Switch I was just playing? Hades. Hades. Hades yeah. Sorry. So in Hades, I opened up Hades and it came with the soundtrack and an instruction manual oh, nice. Switch game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, this is what I want out mm-hmm. of like, it wasn't even an expensive game, but it came with that. Uh, yeah. And it makes all the difference. I, I fully agree. And yeah, I said trading cards. I had a lot of games that came with cards, stickers, uh, the like oh, an Mortal art book. Kombat de- Mortal Kombat Deception came with a metal card. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, soundtracks, if they would just put, not even just instructional booklets, but, I mean, I think that'd be the easiest thing to do. I mean, give us those instructional booklets. Or, posters. Posters, posters. oh my gosh, posters, yes. Um, Another thing, (laughs) too. Yeah. Or maps, like, I love getting Skyrim and, like, Fallout and getting the maps in the... Agree. Yeah, that was awesome. Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, anyways, okay. When I give you a poster where the reverse side is a map, mm-hmm. I like that. Me too. Um, and I got a New Vegas map out of a Fallout New Vegas guidebook. So do we do we want to talk about guidebooks now? Because I yeah. loved guidebooks. Oh yeah, they're. I used to spend money on guidebooks, mm-hmm. man. I. I was so we into do. just picking up a guidebook every paycheck, and because because there's a poster mm-hmm. inside every single guidebook, and I used to take the poster up, put it on my wall, and it was real cool because like I'd have the game, and then I'd have the guidebook, and it felt real complete. Mm-hmm. I agree. With the poster on my wall, the poster was kind of like a trophy. And plus, don't act like you are a god tier gamer. Like we all have been playing a game, and we're like, bro, I don't know where to go. <laughs> Like, what does this do? Like, I'm stuck. What's the next, right? And nowadays, we just pull out our phone, go on Google, and just watch some cringy YouTuber saying, hey, everyone, you know, and you have to scroll through three minutes to get to how to do it. Or you get a poorly written, like, article or FAQ that some guy wrote in just all text format where he's saying, move north three blocks to you know like, come on man just you know. well here's the cool th- here's the cool thing about strategy guides mm-hmm. is that really anybody can make one yeah so you would have like the pokemon games back in the day especially you would have like these real bizarre strategy guides mm-hmm. for the first ones and uh but like you got your brady games and then you have like oh, your yeah. official and so, like, there's all that always going on, but then you have those, like, weird, like, third-party strategy guides that were always kind of, like, you'd see them, you'd see them in, like, magazine stands in, like, the early 2000s and stuff. I mean, but at least if it's getting published, like, and printed on paper, then they have to do some sort of fact-checking. So, yeah, you're right, there were a lot of weird sort of stuff in these strategy guides, but I think for the most part, these guidebooks were really great because... We, 
I mean, we're oh, all the Poke the Pokemon ones are so good. Yeah. I have two for em Emerald, oh, or I did I have two for Emerald. I don't think I've got any of those, but I've got like all. I had I've a got guy every book other. for Crystal. Ooh, one of them I've has sticky pages, and I'm like, who, yeah. who, who enjoyed this with that? Who enjoyed this too much? Yeah. <laughs> well, I I really just liked. <laughs> I really just liked, uh, and still do like physical. I mean, Ziggy and I have talked about how much we just prefer physical games over digital games but for me that even extends to and Ziggy probably the same with you it even extends to having physical instructional booklets physical mm -hmm. guidebooks like yeah I like the instruction booklet smell oh, I, yeah I just well okay I'm super weird I pick up a, like I'll pick up a PS2 game and I can tell when it doesn't have the strategy or the uh, manual inside mm -hmm. of it you have to get the way and I want the manual mm -hmm. I want the manual mm -hmm. if I don't have the manual or if it's got to be perfect. And I'm such a stickler. I feel like uh, like a cool scientific researcher slash wizard librarian whenever I'm playing a game and I go, let me consult the tome. And I crack open the big old <laughs> thick guidebook and I'm licking my thumb, flipping through it. And I'm like, ah, yes, exactly. Uh, head to this town. You know, I I mean, I just... And, and the coolest thing, too, is when we were in school... And the teacher's like, "Hey, make sure you're reading a book. <laughs> you know, you're, you know, you're sneaking in and cracking open that, uh, that uh, Kirby's Air Ride Adventure guidebook, and you're reading to see how to beat the track as quick as possible. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on, it's a. I, I, t I tell you, one guidebook I need mm. is the F Zero GX guidebook. Oh uh, yeah, you I'm, still on that? I'm, su I'm super screwed. I can't do nothing. Are you I still love on, that game. You still on Goro? Can you still not defeat? Yeah, oh, it's, it's there's boulders. And it's he's just a just grind. Faster than it's he's faster than me. I know it's a grind. Like he's, you know, how'd you beat him? I, he's faster. I I've beat him. It's. I'm I'm realizing now because I beat him when I was a kid, but I'm realizing now it's a speed running mindset when you defeat him for this course because you just have to practice, 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 practice. Just try different ways of going. Like, should I avoid this boulder to the left or the right? Try the left, and then if you don't find that result right, go okay. Nope, we're trying the right on this one. Like it really is just trial and error, just getting the perfect, and I mean like exactly perfect strategy and technique and movement and you'll beat him like just know okay after this set of boulders i have to boost you know like it really um, is just just uh, grinding like you really just gotta grind it i know i know but i mean and that's something There's that boulders <laughs> know, but that's not that's really not something a guidebook would tell you to just grind but just just do better and kind of just do better i mean but uh yeah I'm, I'm looking at my guidebooks right now and man fallout new vegas i got all these pokemon games i actually have i think my favorite my most notable guidebook is i have a pokemon yellow guidebook it's oh no it's in such the pikachu on the cover uh-huh uh-huh and it actually covers red blue and yellow Ooh. But it is in such bad condition because I got it when I was like eight or nine. Yeah, I got a bad condition Budokai 2 good yeah. book. And it's just, it just wear and tear. It's just in such bad condition. And I was just such a dumb little kid. But I mean, I've got that. I've got a Emerald. I've got 
Diamond and Pearl. I've got, oh man, I got uh, this big, thick, not only New Vegas, but Twilight Princess. This one was awesome. The, the map that came with this and the art that is all throughout this, it's, it's amazing. And I also have the Collector's Edition Legend of Zelda guidebook where that, that collection disc that came out on the GameCube that had Zelda 1, 2, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. I've got the guidebook that covers all four of those games. And I even went as far as like a Halo guidebook just to get a big grid of the map and see where weapons would spawn. Oh, yeah, <laughs> see, there you go. I have I have Zelda Twilight Princess guidebook. Oh, yeah. Pretty thick. Yep, same one I got. I I have Mortal Kombat 2 mm. uh, guidebook. And then I think the first one, a guidebook for the first one. And then I have another guidebook I have for Mortal Kombat uh, Deception. And then I have a guidebook for Fallout 3. It's a big hardback. Ooh, Ooh yeah, I got that one. I have that one, yeah. Um, and then I have three guidebooks for Doom. Uh, one of them, one of them is thicker than the dang Bible. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, hey, what's the Mario one that we both have? That has Bowser on the back, and I was like really stoked about that back page. That's how I could like see a couple of mine. Hmm. Are you talking about Sunshine? No. Galaxy? No, not Galaxy. Uh, no, sixty-four. Super Mario sixty-four. I don't know. Oh, I have a whole computer desk that is leaning up against a wall because I'm bad at building computer desks when I was like 16. Yeah. And what's holding it up is an Xbox 360 box and then four or five Sims busting out strategy guides. Four or they five. Holding that they have been holding that boy up for a while. Yeah, I used to go to GameStop and I'd go, hey, what do you got for free? And they had this little drawer they'd open. And they'd open up the drawer and just hand me things. See, and right here in my arm's reach out of my collectibles that I absolutely love, we're getting off a little bit on topic, but is one of the things that you did this and got for me. I don't know if you remember it, but you told me you went to GameStop said, hey, give me something free. And they gave you this little Arceus, this Pokemon Arceus oh, yeah. figure. I remember that. And yeah, apparently it was yeah, like yeah. a pre-order bonus if you pre-ordered like Platinum. And, oh, okay. uh, I mean, that's what you told me. And I think I looked it up and that's also the case, but I absolutely love <laughs> this thing. It looks so good. And, uh, yeah, you got it for me. I love it. That's I, got, I, I just looked through my collection and my most recent guidebook ever was probably heart gold. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's actually I'm, in fairly decent I'm gonna condition. I'm going to go look too. real quick. I actually, I think my most recent one is, uh... I mean, I got fire red, but I think it's actually like X and Y. Like I've got a oh, it's a really weird one. It's like small. It's not like thin, but you know how the typical guidebooks are like really large, like paper. Um, yeah. This one's like really small, like a small notebook. You know, like a okay. Yeah, it's really okay. weird. I have the strategy guide for Pokemon Stadium. Ooh. I have a strategy guide oh. for Paper Mario. Oh heck yeah! And I have, uh, I'm I'm I miss Sid that uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. The thick one that I have is uh, Diablo three. Diablo. Yeah, Diablo. Diablo. 
Steve Rodwell wrote. Yeah, I've yeah. got um Oh, I got Metroid Prime, Super Paper Mario, Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 2, uh, Smash Bros. Brawl, and I've got Fallout 4. Actually, that one might be Smash the most Smash Bros. Recent. Brawl, that's cool. Yeah, Fallout 4. I've got a Fallout 4 guidebook. That might be my most. Three in Vegas one, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I've got New Vegas also. But Yeah, so basically I think what we're saying is uh, video game companies, come on, kill the trees. Get these guidebooks oh. and these instructional no, no, booklets out. No, not like that. Hey, like kill them. I, I, I just, I just have to say that <laughs> fighting games, fighting games benefit so much from this. I agree. I agree. I, I do think fighting games, not just fighting games, but like any sort of adventure. I, heck, any game. Any and fighting all games need guidebooks. Yes. Or you just go to the training practice mode and go hit any, buttons for five hours. Any and all games. So hard need to find combos. Yeah. Why I have the Mortal Kombat guidebooks? Yeah, I think any Mortal Kombat guidebooks. has a bunch of secrets, so it makes sense why they need a guidebook. But like I was saying, y'all, kill them trees. No. Give us guidebooks and instructional booklets. Like, do it. Just so we can smell them, the fresh paper smell, like opening a fresh. Oh paper my cards. god! That's speaking so speaking of paper, let me pull out a piece of paper from consoles Whoa. from the cab, huh? Uh, what do we got this time? So, if you guys you remember the last two that we've done this, we had uh, PlayStation 2 and then we had Super Nintendo, so they are out of the cap. But I've got every other gaming console in this cap, and when I pull one out and read it just randomly, we have to tell our favorite game from this console or just a memorable one or a notable one or something, okay? So, let's see here. You guys got a prediction on what I'm going to get? He's going to get a Wii. Okay. Creation. Sega Saturn. Oh, okay. Whoa. Whoa. That's a pretty niche one. All right. I've got it here. Crazy taxi. Sega Saturn. Here it comes. <laughs> Is there really a uh, hat? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, uh, yeah. Six, six, zero. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a cap right here. I mean, he's like, or or does he have a, a microphone hat. clipped to his it's shirt and he's just like hat. hitting himself in the chest? No, <laughs> like, it was I, what'd you draw? What'd you draw? A uh, Xbox three sixty. But I do. I've got a cap, oh. and it's yeah. I've got them all in little pieces uh, so, of paper. Yeah, Xbox three sixty. Sheesh, our favorite favorite. Yeah, or you know, a notable like uh, give us a one good, a one good oh, Xbox three sixty. This one's tough for me because I got a lot. All right. I got one. Okay. It's called Wet. It's called Wet. Oh yeah. And what it's what it's about? It's about this this chick, this chick who's got two guns and a sword, and she does wet work. And when and uh, what's cool about it is it has that slow motion thing. Where she's yeah. diving. Mm -hmm. It's like slow motion Bullet and it's cool. Time. Bullet time. Yeah. But uh, what's the best part about it is the soundtrack. They have a Quentin Tarantino vibe. Hmm. The whole game. Whole game. So, yeah. It's stylized after like a Quentin Tarantino movie, so the music is a certain way, and it's amazing. It's like some cool like punk music, and it's all like rockabilly punk. I don't know. I love it. And uh, the reason why I think that it's notable for the 360 is because I think it's only on the 360. Uh, I also got another exclusive. Uh, oh. Prototype. Very good. Prototype. Mm. Uh, and you know the PlayStation Three had Infamous Prototype was kind of the Xbox's answer to it. I enjoyed oh. that game a lot. I played both of them. Um, 
my favorite games ever. Like, you know, I kind of got the 360s, uh, particularly for uh, The Force Unleashed and uh, Halo 3, which was coming out. But I got to say my favorite games, maybe, maybe Far Cry 3, the Tenkaichi series. Man, I'm putting the top two up there, uh, Darkness 2 and number one game, Darkness 1. Those are like my favorites. Ooh, okay. Okay, all right. Uh, well, hey, hold also, on. my darkness ops, the mind ops, can dark conspiracy. What, Ziggy? Do you have more you want to say? Because uh, I know Grayson said a bit, but... I'm exclusives, but, like, is Mirror's yeah. Edge count? Mirror's Edge. Oh, that's the I first one I wanted to mention, Ooh, too. It's not exclusive. Gonna... It's not exclusive, no. but it, that is it's... a good one. Oh, man. Um, what See, else is there? here's the thing. I can't think of any exclusives except, like, Halo. Because Xbox okay. and exclusives aren't really, I mean, nowadays, but not really. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, it would just be stuff that was also on, like, PlayStation 3. So, uh, Dead Space 1 and 2. Splatterhouse. Uh, Splatterhouse. Okay. Dante's Inferno. Splatterhouse. Oh, my gosh. Splatterhouse. New Vegas. That's... Skyrim. Near. Uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. I knew you'd like that one, yeah. All my games uh, are in another room, otherwise I'd be flipping through them, too. Bayonetta. Okay, yeah, that's true. What was like? Uh, Mirror's Edge was really Blue, good, too, yeah. Blue Dragon yeah. is an Xbox exclusive, yeah. and it is an Akira Toriyama art game, and it's like it's a lot like Dragon Quest yeah, in the art style, of course, but it's like steampunky-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's cool, I like it, I like it. Yeah, I like it, too. Yeah, those... Uh... Yeah, those were a couple good ones. Boy, I can't even really think of any other ones that I ever even played. <laughs> um, I what oh, we've said. Oh, one of my favorite exclusives that I played, like all of them except for the newest one on the newer console, is uh, the Crackdown series. Oh, oh yeah. Yep, yep. I used to uh, call it Cracktown and mm-hmm. refer to it uh, quite like affectionately as Cracktown. Mm-hmm. Affectionately. Um, but, you know, 360 had the gears first right oh yeah, yeah. gears yeah wasn't fable 2 and oh fable are we are we doofuses are we are we doofuses left yeah. for dead left for dead yeah that was Xbox, right it was like an old school old i don't know if daimyo really got into left yeah dead, i didn't really but i did we did yeah i know we did Ace combat involved and no, i'm kidding but fable but 2 was... i played a lot of fable 2 so i yeah. actually did not yeah i forgot about that um, yeah the Mortal Kombat re-envisioning Mortal Kombat. It's technically Mortal Kombat 9. Mm-hmm. But uh, that came out on the 360. And me and all my friends played it on the 360. Noob Cyborg wins. What about Dragon Ball Z for the Kinect? <laughs> no. I saw that no. for sale today. Is that a game that I should play? No. no I'll try it out. Uh, I hear those connects can see ghosts and all that stuff. So. Oh, let's not talk about that. Let's not get everyone haunted. So one thing we kind of did the last time we t- <laughs> we did a console and a cap was we uh, kind of compared it to the previous console and said, you know, if we could pick one or the other, which one would we have? And uh, that was between the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation 2. And uh, I think creation and i chose the playstation 2 and ziggy chose the super nintendo so let's just pose the same question so uh okay let's throw xbox 360 in there so ziggy super nintendo or xbox 360 oh 
I would have more fun with the Super Nintendo. Okay, sticking with his guns. Now, Creation, you and me, we both said PlayStation 2, so PS2 or Xbox 360? No, you okay. did you chose Super Nintendo over PlayStation 2, Ziggy. That's why I asked you. Super Nintendo. Here's where it gets weird for me, because like uh the PlayStation 2 and the 360 were my back to back catalogs mm-hmm. of games that mm-hmm. I had the most games on between the two. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that PlayStation 2 is my baby. And I replaced it for the 360s. Hard to say. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I might have to give it to the 360, man. Ooh, I know really? it doesn't have tie-ups on it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, just, I had so many hours. I mean, the 360 had Skyrim, man. Yeah. You lost the 360 for a while. Exactly. And here's, that's the same reasoning I'm thinking. Because PlayStation 2's got, you know, Mark Echo, Thug 2, Shadow of the Colossus. And I'm more of a PlayStation guy. But... Fallout New Vegas, Skyrim, <laughs> Dead Space, yep. like, yep. I just bought the trilogy, I need yep. to play it. Ooh, so yeah, I'm going with 360 also, so, uh, Creation and I are 360 boys so far, and Ziggy's still sticking with the Super Nintendo, alright. Why did that, why wasn't that an option for you? Because we chose the PlayStation 2 over the Super Nintendo in the last episode, remember? Yeah. And you chose the Super Nintendo of the PlayStation 2, so we're still going with, you know, between what we chose yeah. last time. Between what uh, we picked last time yeah, and this one. Yeah, now. so eventually, at like episode 30, we'll be like, okay, now out of all 10 of these, which one do we prefer the most? You know, because we'll be up at that level. So Okay. I mean, of course, we're gotcha. not going to go through all the consoles. There's more than just like 10, but I mean, it's just whatever we whatever we get or whatever we draw, so... Gotcha. Um, gotcha, gotcha. But this was a very fun episode, if I do say so myself. I, uh, I enjoyed I think they need, need they do need to have more uh, strategy guides and instructional booklets. Kill them trees. So like, just read the Wikipedia page. Nah. Just give us dope. Just give us awesome instruction booklets. Yeah, at least, yeah, at least just that. Come on. But, yeah, I, I do realize that like the instruction booklets were a time where internet was an option, but the option was dial-up. So. Yeah, no, it's true. just a bonus extra. They just throw it in to be extra now exactly. instead of it being like a necessity. Yeah, it needs to be a necessity. But but you know they're just going to like mark it up to be like a collector's edition now. No, yeah. they don't. That's what well, Hades, Hades came yeah, with Hades a download, a free download for the soundtrack, and it came with an instruction booklet. Well, Hades is that. That's what I. Uh, oh yeah, I guess I mentioned this off uh, call. But what I like, what I, well, I kind of see this pattern when it comes to those things that a lot of indie, retro, independent titles yeah. they do go the extra mile and produce more physical merchandise, which true. I really appreciate. But a lot of the like AAA games, they're like just hit pause and go to the control scheme. Yeah, I mean, indie games are the future <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, um, they got that old spirit and they bring it back every single time. I like exactly. It. But everyone listening, let us know in the comments down below if you ever had instructional booklets, strategy guides, anything like that. How you think about them. Kill the trees so we can get them back. But uh, just let us know in the comments. Make sure you uh, check us out on YouTube on the Lord Daimyo YouTube channel or on your favorite podcast listening sites. As long as those oh. pod- as long as those podcast listening sites are Spotify, oh. Google Play, Anchor breaker pocket casts or radio public but 
This has been episode. This has been episode twenty-three of Crazy Daimyo's Video Game Emporium podcast with the pals. I have been Lord Daimyo. I'm Creation. My name is Ziggy. Thank you very much for watching. Have a fantastic day. We're gonna print you into a booklet.